0: So in terms of what is Lumina, so it's a learning tool, really. It's new, new generation psychometrics. It's a, um, a tool to understand personality. It draws on the best of Jung, which is what Myers-Briggs came out of, Jungian thinking. It's a really um, reliable, accurate, valid psychometric tool. It doesn't force dichotomies. So some Myers-Briggs, for instance, um, you, you'd be asked to choose between introversion and extroversion. Um, and then you're somewhere on a spectrum. Whereas Lumina allows you to embrace the paradox in your personality, so paradoxes. It's also um, a positive psychology tool. It looks at qualities, it looks at your strengths, which I really like. Um, so it's about traits, not typing you, not putting you in a box. It's um, it's about which, which traits do you have, which qualities do you have, um, that you use a lot.
1: Welcome to the Happy Entrepreneur Podcast. This is a podcast for people who look at business differently. It's for founders, freelancers, change makers and freedom seekers who want to make money, do good and be happy. We choose the path of the happy entrepreneur not to get rich, but to express ourselves and serve others in the most authentic way we can. Many of us couldn't find our role by working for others, and so we chose to work for ourselves, We took the more uncertain path, not because we wanted to, but because we needed to. We value learning, play, and friendship, and we have a need to make a meaningful impact in the world. By following the path of the happy entrepreneur, we learn as much about ourselves as we do about business. On this podcast, I have conversations with other happy entrepreneurs from different walks of life, industries, and countries. We talk about the journey and about what we've learned about ourselves along the way, For us, entrepreneurship isn't just a way to make money, but a journey of self-discovery and growth. If you're on the same path and are looking for inspiration and connection, then this podcast is for you. Recently, I caught up with community member Becky DeCuna, founder of Courage Lab, a consultancy that helps founders and organizations build more resilient and higher-performing teams. She shared with me a tool that she uses a lot in her work called Lumina Spark. It's a psychometric profiling tool that measures the level to which we exhibit different personality traits. I'm always curious about new tools that help us unpick the spaghetti of thoughts and emotions that make up who we are. Knowing more about ourselves can help us design the right businesses for us. It's hard to define what success means for you if you don't know who you are. Building a happy startup isn't just about making money while creating a positive impact in the world. It's also about going on a journey of self-discovery. Discovering our limiting beliefs and being aware of our unconscious biases can help us become more intentional and powerful in business. It allows us to act despite our fears and make big decisions even though we don't have all the information. During this episode, Becky tells me more about Luminous Spark and how it works. We also discuss our own individual Lumina portraits. These are the psychometric reports created by the tool, and what we learned from them. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about Lumina and how it could help you, then listen on. It's nearly a year since we last talked on the podcast. Mm,
0: it is, yeah. I think it was was it August, September, something
1: like that. I, well, I've got here. I've got. I don't know. Maybe it was the time we booked it in, but I have twenty sixth of July. Oh wow! As the time that I had you booked in, and mm. maybe I released it later in the year.
0: Yeah. Oh wow, that's amazing. That's it's
1: yeah, um, and even if it to- isn't true, let's run with it because it's a great story.
0: Yeah, I love it. It's a little annual, an annual catch up. <laughs> a year on. Yeah. Well, there's pressure there, then, isn't there? <laughs> well, part <laughs> of the
1: con- this is why there's, there's there's two strands to this conversation that I thought. Was mm. cool. Um, the core is uh, Lumina. Uh, and since we've uh, worked on that together and, and, you know, you've helped me find some, you know, clarify some insights uh, about myself through that. Uh, I thought that would be really useful. Uh, and then the other conversation is around your journey over the past year hmm. as, as a, as an entrepreneur, if you want to take on that man. Yeah and yeah, what things have happened for you and uh, and really I think the underlying, the thread of the word is growth mm. uh, and I see it with Lumina is is a personal yeah. growth um, and then that tying to you and your growth personally and as a business and what that means for you mm. Yeah. Uh, and who I'd love to talk to, anyone who's like classes them as a founder or a freelancer mm. who's doubting where they're going next, mm-hmm. and what they're going to do. Now. And and they, they're wanting to really get some real sense of a clear direction and their own sense of purpose. And, and they're asking those questions, All right, What does it mean for me to do meaningful work? How can I really mm. engage with the world that makes, makes most sense to me and mm. not sure how to answer that question and trying different ways to answer that question. And I see, mm-hmm. you know, for me, particularly the way we're, the work we do is part of that puzzle is self-knowledge. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and the more we're able to understand um, ourselves um, and where we play best or play strongest and maybe play weakest, um, mm. the that gives us some guidelines as to how to, how to create value in the world um, yeah. in a way that, that is powerful and aligned. And I, I'm just trying to look here for, for a little quote that comes from the the, the Lumina um, spark document you sent through between stimulus and response. There is a space in that space is our power to choose our response in our response, mm-hmm. that is our growth and our freedom.
0: Yeah. Frankel. yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I thought you'd like that one actually. That great. <laughs> so that's
1: that for me feels like the 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 glue for a lot of the stuff that
0: we're going to talk about. Um, yeah. but let's start with you. So a year ago, I think i just started working with Alan Wick, doing um he was providing a bit of coaching and mentoring on positioning. And back then, I think when you and I talked, it, it was all about that. I thought that the business was going to be all about empathy because that's a, that is a lot of what I do is about building empathy in people and teams and businesses. Um, but actually, I realised in the in the kind of months ahead, I guess around the end of the summer or maybe autumn, that actually it was about courage. Um, that that's kind of what I'm. That's the essence, really, or the most important. Bit of my work that it's about help, helping people to become courageous. So whether that's um, individuals kind of understand the self knowledge you were talking about and being courageous enough to really learn about themselves and um, and grow in that in their self knowledge and then their self development and to look at the kind of you know the shadow side and all of that and to grow um, themselves, but also about building courageous. Leaders, um, courageous teams, courageous workplaces, um, and helping people to have courageous conversations that build kind of courageous relationships. So, sorry, that was quite exciting. Realising that that actually it's it's courage that's that's what I'm about.
1: Well, what I'm hearing there is this kind of this journey of clarity of how you mm-hmm. how you uh, position yourself and present yourself essentially. Yeah. Um, and so, I think what I'm curious is actually what what did positioning mean to you Mm -hmm. before if anything and then what have you learned through this kind of journey with alan because Mm -hmm. i think that's that'd be a useful thing to to share in terms of anyone else trying to work out you know thinking about their business
0: hmm yeah good question well i think actually when i now i'm thinking back when i first got in touch with alan so about a year ago maybe just over i think it was the what i thought i wanted help with was what i wasn't what i actually needed probably so i didn't go to him thinking it was going to be about positioning because i don't think i knew anything about positioning really then i think i went to him um saying i i need to uh you know i was a few months into being freelance i guess uh maybe um yeah a, a few months four six months into going freelance and wanted to shift i wanted to grow my direct client base and start reducing the amount of um associate work i was doing for other companies so i wanted to you know build the business i guess to get more direct income and make it more sustainable financially um and i think i was and at the beginning we were talking about how almost short term measures so the first conversation we started off talking about um he was he was you know giving me insights into well talking about uh, just really focusing in on mediation um that and and being really clear on that and so i kind of I, at the beginning i just changed everything in terms of my linkedin profile and everything i made it all about mediation so it's just really sharp and um and actually, then I think I had another session with him and it started to become clear that I, I it was about more than mediation I wanted, although I could do that as a sh- kind of quick fix to get some work in, actually the work I love doing is, oh, I can resolve complex conflicts and I love doing that, but actually the reason I love doing it is not the resolution, it's the growth that comes from it, to use your word, it's the transformation of individuals and of the relationships that kind of goes part beyond that relationship, so that re- resolution. So and it's also the preventative work the stuff that that stops those conflicts from occurring so we then started then alan kind of shared with me this um, or gave gave me the option i guess of doing some deeper more challenging work work, work which was around positioning and it was around um, really thinking about um, what do i want to be known for um, and and by whom and his kind of one of his analogies um which I found really helpful was the thinking about um you know what uh if you're fly fishing and what bait you'd use to you need to know what fish you want to catch before you work out what bait you want to use and it's that kind of stuff around sharpening some of that but also but I guess what I found really helpful was it, it was it was quite a long process actually but really 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 powerful um he's amazing um and it was about um yeah really honing it down to if i if there was one word that i want my website to speak of or want my brand to speak of or want people to think of me for what would that be and that was where i started i at the beginning i was thinking is it empathy and then i realized it wasn't quite sitting it wasn't working and um and then it was it i i, I can't actually remember the term point but um when I did get to the point where I realized it was courage it was amazing it's like this is it this is um and then once I knew that once I knew it was about courage so I wanted my brand to not be you know to be quite bold and courageous um challenging as well as empathetic then it helped me to come up with a design brief um that was completely different to what I'd been talking about with the designer he had to wait you know nine months, basically, the poor designer, but he's brilliant too, Louis, um, uh, so yeah, so yeah, that made it, it, it really helped them, because I knew that's what I wanted the I wanted that that, that to be, courage to be what was evoked, um, and I'm hoping I've achieved that.
1: That's great, there's something there around, and uh, sort of remembering my experience of running a web design studio that when you have a real clear understanding of your why, Mm. the other decisions start to become a lot easier. Yeah. Less picky and finickety about colors and schemes and and just going around in circles. It becomes, I represent this, make it happen
0: yeah yeah it's so true um it's amazing actually because it means yeah because before that I think the designer you know a year ago or whatever when I first got this designer on board he'd asked me to you know he was trying to create a mood board and get me to think about color schemes and things and I just you know I didn't know where to start Like, well I like those colors but I don't know whether that there's a lot of colors I like how does that help whereas once I knew it was about courage it's like I knew it was orange you know it was one of the key colors I wanted um and it just it makes so much sense um yeah and and i once i knew it was the yeah, end of encourage i guess i didn't say but for me the root of the word courage is core like the latin word is core so it's about heart um brenny brown talks quite a lot about 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 courage in that sense so the work that i do is about helping people to be vulnerable in their conversations and in their relationships so helping them to speak the truth from their heart um So it's not a kind of heroism, like a bravery, courage. It's a, it's, um, more about, um, honesty and empathy, um, kind of take, yeah, taking and taking risks in relationships so that they kind of deepen and get stronger. Um, and once I understood that again, the kind of design stuff all flows from that and the messaging flows from it. So it's really exciting kind of process. Um,
1: I feel it also, um, you know, and the real benefit is that you become much more clear about what you want. Yeah. And yeah. that's what every designer or solution maker just wants. But tell me what is it? What's the brief? A real clear brief so yeah. you're not bouncing around this other in different places. And also you're really confident. Yeah. It's like this this is it. I'm not shifting. I'm not gonna nah, 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 nah. this is what I and that that also really helps because it creates some boundaries and constraints. So you don't just go round and round in circles all the time yeah absolutely
0: um and it helped me to realize that the people that i love working with are people that that kind of aspire to be courageous in that way and um which might sound strange because but i don't think everybody does like i think some people some clients do just want a quick fix and they're not really interested in they just want a toxic team functioning again um and again i can do that work but the work that i really love doing is the is working with clients who maybe senior leaders who really want to understand themselves better um and they want to learn to step out of their comfort zone and to have those kind of difficult conversations but do it well and they know that maybe they avoid conflict or um or they find it difficult to be direct or maybe they struggle to be empathic whatever the struggle might be and they they want to kind of shift that and that's the kind of so help even working yeah. that out was really helpful. Like working out the type of person I like to work with, um, in terms of their aspirations.
1: The way I I interpret that, listening to you there, is this um, sense of purpose. It's like, yeah, oh, I, this is yeah. this is what I, I can do. Yeah. Linking that to this sense, the self knowledge of yeah, this is where I thrive. This yeah, is what really, um, uh, gives me energy or or. Mm. Or joy, even, but there's a sense yeah. of um, contribution there, yeah. And there's this purpose now. I, I, this is how I can help in this in this current situation, yeah. And that for me ties to this idea of like self knowledge, mm. understanding what is this all about for me. What, what how do I fit um, mm. in, in, this, in this the grand scheme of things? And that can be a challenging question for a lot of people. Um, yeah, lead you in circles trying to understand. Who you are and what you're good at. It can also, from my experience of of doing this work and talking to people, it can take people to some some difficult places Mm -hmm. because they it sheds a light on maybe what they could perceive as shortcomings, yeah. Rather than, Mm -hmm. um, well, another way of looking, a different perspective, and 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 this is where I found this work that we were doing with the Lumina um, uh, Splash, I think they call Mm it, yeah, uh, really useful tool to help um, create some structure because as you know mm. a bit yep. of uh, yeah. around this and this work of of trying to understand yourself so mm. what I thought would be useful is uh, if you could talk a bit more you know what is Lumina yeah and um, start off with that uh, we can then maybe uh, just describe a bit more about why why it's important in general and why mm. you're particularly interested in it and in, in your work and how that helps yeah. you and, and then maybe share a bit of some stories about our own journeys of using lumina to, to give yeah. people a bit more of an insight as to how it could be useful
0: yeah that sounds lovely That'd be great um, so in terms of what is lumina so um, it's a learning tool really it's a luminous spark is a um, it's a psychometric tool new, new generation psychometrics it's a, um, a tool to understand personality um and it draws on the best of Jung, which is what Myers Briggs um, came, came out of, Jungian Thinking. Um, and it also kind of builds on the big five, which is the most reputable um uh trait-based um psychometric out there. So um so it's a for those that care about this, I guess it's it's a really um reliable, accurate, valid psychometric tool um a, a rigorous one uh, but what and what I love about it is that it's um it's based on so it doesn't stereotype like some personality style or uh, psychometrics do it doesn't um and it doesn't force um dichotomies so Myers-Briggs for instance which has its uses I think but I think the limit one of the limitations of Myers-Briggs is that it or MBTI is that it forces a, a a psychotic dichotomy so, either so for those
1: di- people who don't necessarily know what Myers-Briggs and MBTI yeah. are just a quick one yeah so
0: MBTI is Myers-Briggs it's the Myers-Briggs type indicator ah. um, which is one of the really commonly used um, psychometrics out there um, and y- you basically find out f- four letters or four uh your your it's it's types you basically rather than it looking at your traits it gives you a type so you'll be an enfp for instance or a istj um so and don't worry for those listeners that don't know about it in some ways uh, what i'd say is there's limitations i think lumina takes the good bits but uh without the limitations so i'd encourage you to look into lumina rather than myers briggs but basically the but for those that do know myers briggs it's quite a helpful uh, you can build on that knowledge with lumina um but basically so some myers briggs for instance um you you'd be asked to choose between introversion and extroversion um, and then you're somewhere on a spectrum whereas uh which i think is is isn't accurate isn't uh isn't a true portrayal of of Complexity, whereas Lumina allows you to embrace the paradox in your personality. So, paradoxes. So, you some of us uh, have a lot of extroversion and a lot of introversion too. Or, um, for me, I've got a lot of extroversion, but I have still got some introversion there. It's not one or the other. Um, and that introversion has really helped me in lockdown, for instance, like I was saying about the re- reflection, the writing, and going inward. So I like the way it kind of embraces that paradox, and it it, it also isn't biased, so it doesn't um, the Big Five again. If anybody knows that, kind of uh, there's a, a bias inherent in it, in that there there's words, there's it's it's quite loaded as well. So it would be measuring agreeableness, for instance, and not many people want to be low in agreeableness or low in conscientiousness. Um, whereas Lumina kind of measures. Um, and values all of the qualities uh, that are in the luminous spark and um, independently of each other um, so um, it, it it's also um, a positive psychology tool it looks at qualities it looks at your strengths which I really like um, so it's about traits not typing you not putting you in a box it's um, it's about which uh, which traits do you have which qualities do you have um, that you use a lot um, Um, and then it also looks at the other thing I look like is that it looks at your personas. So three, there's more depth to it, I guess. It looks at three personas, um, your underlying persona. So that's your natural you almost, how, how you love to be, um, what you would do if you didn't have to, you know, put, if you didn't have to adapt to clients or to, uh, and who would you be then? You know, how would you kind of, if you don't have to, um if no one was looking (laughs) exactly yeah how would you be if no one was looking so your natural kind of underlying persona and then it also measures your everyday persona so that's how you show up um and sometimes we dial up or dial down the underlying stuff that we have um because we we need to function in a certain environment it's quite contextual um cultural sometimes so how are we every day? And then the third persona it measures is um, overextensions. So what's our overextended persona? What what I like to think of it is where do we overplay our strengths or do too much of them? Where do we? Um, and it could be that when we're under stress or under pressure, um, it could just be that. Um, we like kind of, you know, we, we like operating that, we're using that trait or that quality, and we just do too much of it, and sometimes it has an impact on other people or on us. Um, so I find that really useful as a tool for growth. There's a bit more depth to work work with it. Um, and in terms of um, why I think it, I think one of your questions was why it, um, why it matters or why it's useful and i think you kind of said it quite well earlier i think for me um everything starts with self knowledge i think i think without self knowledge we can't run effective businesses we can't um, have effective relationships um and so i think it has to kind of start with self and for for me it's partly about what you were saying earlier Carlos around um something about alignment like knowing that if you know yourself well and what you love and what you do well and what your strengths are you can then um <clears throat> make sure your work is aligned to that um whether you're working within a, someone else's an employee or whether you're running your own business it's about kind of um trying to uh, shape your role and your work around those strengths um and find the complementarity as well in the people around you like how to do your best work um and then and then there's an element of um where you're working with others how to bring out the best in others um, that comes from that self-knowledge so then understand others um i i often think quite often um i see the that a lot lot of teams have done work with or businesses have done work with say one of those psychometrics like mys briggs or something and the individuals in the team have almost been left in this space where they know that they're different but they're just left there with this sense of so some people are left feeling um maybe ashamed because they're different to others some are maybe left feeling resentful like nobody cares about me or nobody Values me, um, but whatever it is, it's it's unhelpful. I think that, and for me, it's something about moving beyond self-knowledge to adaptability, um, taking responsibility for how we operate, how we are, how we show up, and and being willing to adapt and to show empathy for others. And that's where a lot, uh, um, well, I use it a lot in my work in coaching, in mentoring people, in mediating, facilitating. It's helping helping people to um really celebrate their strengths and what they bring that's quite unique but also to consider the impact of um maybe some of their extensions on others and to create a safe space for them to consider that um, and to help them to th- to think about um what the strengths of the other person is as well and where they might be different they might not have seen them as strengths um they might have just seen them as irritations previously. I'm I'm using it, um, I'm starting to use it quite a lot in within my work. So um, to enhance my work with teams, for instance, if I'm facilitating uh, doing a team building. So my hope is to do quite a lot of that in the autumn, for instance, as teams um, need to reform or starting to reform physically probably, Um, or if they're still working remotely, it's coming out of lockdown and needing to work out um who are we now as a team um how can we how can we strengthen our team and i think lumina is a great tool for that
1: if you're a drug dealer you shouldn't get high on your own supply but at the same time if you're going to be doing if you're going to put someone through this work uh it's useful to have done it yourself yeah so you can really empathize and connect and and tell them um uh, yeah basically uh, i think empathy know what it's like and, and what it means yeah. to do this work and yeah uh, you you've done it yourself through uh, yeah. and, and that's i'm sure i'm assuming and and we yeah, work yeah, together yeah. To, to work on my own uh spark and profile and so maybe share a bit what you've found for yourself through through this work and and how you've used that knowledge
0: I suppose other things that I've learned about myself that has been helpful, I think is, and the reason I like, another reason why I like Lumina, what I was saying around the not being boxed or stereotyped is, is that, um, I, one of my paradoxes, I suppose, is that I score quite highly or or in terms of the questionnaire on empathetic. That's a big, fact very high for me. That's a, um, as underlying and everyday. Um, I also um, use logic a lot and the, the two of those in terms of decision-making can seem paradoxical um, and usually people prefer one um, so I have a preference for the empathy if I'm making decisions I'll be thinking more, mo- most important thing particularly in stress is how are the people going to be uh, are, are we taking people with us rather than um, so and is it fair might take precedent over is it the going to be the best outcome um, but I, but it's been good to kind of embrace that. I'm, I do both. I, I have the logic in me too, and I want a good outcome. Um, I think I use empathy to get to that outcome. Um, uh, and I guess the other one, another reflection for me has been around, um, another kind of, uh, paradox maybe is the spontaneity versus reliability. And I, um, I I definitely prefer being in the spontaneous space and actually it's been great being f- free to work in my own with my own rhythms since working for myself and I've realized that so I guess it's just been a realization that uh I can do the reliability stuff you know the the discipline bit but actually uh I'm doing it for other people more than for myself I'm doing it to kind of make sure I'm you know respecting other people but I prefer to kind of go with the flow so even like knowing that and realizing the things that are underlying that that my preference is and then knowing it's helped me to look at lumina and realize that actually i can dial these things up but it can be stressful if i have to do it too much um, to know what the costs of that are Um, and i guess the there's something about i think i found it um a really powerful tool in terms of there's a sense I think with um, with things like this, when you find a good one, a good a good tool for self knowledge, that it. Um, I heard someone say once that um, that you you feel a sense of when it kind of describes you well, you feel a, a mix of relief and shame, and I think that's really good. They're really good measures because I think it's true. I think there's a relief, but yes, that is me, and I've got a language to describe some of these qualities now. Um, But there's also a bit of shame, um, and you might be able to to talk to this a bit as well around any insights for you, that there's a sense of shame of, oh, you're seeing this stuff kind of on a page and it's like, oh, that's me. (laughs) It's an awkwardness as well. Um, And the things we don't want to face as well, um, particularly overextensions. Mm. Uh, So for me, an overextension is... where i overplay i can overplay the empathy and care too much about um what others are thinking and feeling and then lose sight of my own stuff in there um and i might not say no enough um and and that has obviously a kind of a big cost um in terms of stress and self-care
1: well you're illustrating there is this awareness of um firstly well where your tendencies lie, as I understand, yeah. it, and where you're naturally drawn to, yeah. but that also being a uh, result not just of uh, your innateness, but also the yeah. environment. So I think this is the thing that I really found in, uh, interesting with Lumina, and I thought fascinating was to to have that uh, essentially the mix of nature and nurture, well, nature, yeah. nurture, and now what environment you're in at the moment and so this whole idea of are you being fixed for life is is um false
0: Mm. yeah
1: and being able to have that appreciation of actually i dial things up and dial things down as well based on the context and Mm. i have uh, the possibility to do different things in different ways Um, yeah and you know moving on to my reflections on this piece um having done a lot of this kind of floundering in self-knowledge um mm. this the lumina tool was one of the tools that i found really useful in terms of having some anchor uh, mm. i think the journey of self-knowledge is like being uh particularly at the beginning i would akin to being a helium balloon in a storm you can mm. be blown yeah. in so many different directions because you're trying to work out where your anchor points are yeah um, and then having tools like this at least start to give you a reference point. Of like, okay, um, this is this is something I can hold on to, and where I can get some level of stability. Uh, yeah. And so, what I discovered, which I I had a a, a knowledge about, so the knowledge around this idea of structure, and needing mm. structure and needing to have structure yeah. around me, um, that was something that uh, I had a real. Strong instinct that that's that's part of how I act in the world, but there's also the level of shame around it because when I when you think about when I think about structure, I think about very consistent, reliable way of doing things, and when you are in the entrepreneurial world where it's about um, reacting and responding and uncertainty and change, you feel like is is this world really for me? Am I really wanting to or am I really suited to this place? Mm-hmm. So that can be really challenging um, when, when you identify with that world of structure and being able to create structure and then seeing that, oh, actually, is this actually valuable in this world? And yeah. the other aspect of, know um, I did a similar exercise in the Alps in one of our first altitude retreats around leadership. And, the, and this was an exercise with like, you know, quadrants on a floor. And so you stood mm-hmm. where you felt most drawn to. And yeah. I really remember like I was on one end and everyone else was on the other. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. diametrically opposed. It's like, Ooh, am I in the right place? Yeah. What um, I've come to understand here is that part of my need for structure is uh, a dialing down of the inspiration stuff. Mm. It's like, it's not that it isn't, part of me is something i really enjoy the the that or there's something that i um i take joy from but i've dialed it down for whatever reason um because of the the way i'm working or the the kind Mm -hmm. of environment i'm in because i'm surrounded by so many people who who are doing the inspiring bit it's 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 the the structure that seems to have dialed up, and another level isn't only just because it's needed, and this is the thing that's I, I've been reflecting on since we've we worked together mm-hmm. because there's there's traits and the strengths, but there's also the needs and the feelings mm-hmm. and so yeah. I relate it to a certain levels for, for to a need of safety yeah and so uh safety being predictability mm. and so I've linked the idea to overplay or, um, the, the structure creation uh, mm. as also being affected by my, this need for safety, to know, okay, everything's mm. going to be okay. I know need for predictability. I know what's going to happen yeah. next. Yeah. But that yeah. isn't, and this is where the, some of the, this awareness becomes more interesting because like, like you're saying here, I love the free flow and, and mm. emergent aspect of this, these kind of conversations and, and being in that yeah. space of uncertainty is not, you know, I'm not run, I don't run away from it. It's just, mm. there's another need for safety that then unconsciously triggers my overplaying of structure and, 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 um, yeah. And taking control if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so I guess the reframing question around that would be, um, what enables you to feel safe um, safe psychologically safe, I guess, enough to then be able to um, use the other qualities that you want to use yeah. more.
1: Um, and this is why I think through. it's such, such powerful work for co-founding teams, for teams and yeah. businesses. If you're able to really understand each other as yeah. to, okay, I, I and rather than feel like oh no they're being overbearing now. Is, yeah. ah, okay, I see why that's coming out, and it's kind of and it's mm-hmm. I assume again uh, not even assume. I am curious as to whether that's linked because yeah. this other aspect that, of yeah. your work, which I believe around nonviolent communication, is is not yeah. assuming why people yeah. behave, they behave. But cru- having a level of curiosity as to uh, the motivations for people's actions and an yeah. understanding and a language to then communicate why what those actions are
0: yeah absolutely it's like, such a
1: powerful thing
0: yeah and yeah, i see I that agree. whether
1: that's in a company or a co-founding team and and why i'm super excited about it within the community
0: yeah yeah me too and i agree it's that um that was one of the things I worked with with these co founders. Um, was looking at how uh, one of them's very demonstrative, um, and that's a real strength in many ways. You know, she's able to express her emotions, um, she's enthusiastic, high energy, the stuff that comes with that quality of being demonstrative. Um, but when that goes into overextension, it becomes you use the word overbearing, and um, and so for her to, um, and for them to have a conversation about what triggers the shift from demonstrative into overbearing? Where does it become overbearing? And um, what's the impact of that on both of them? And how can she get back into, how can she put it, it back in so it stays a a strength that really helps them both because they need it? Um, And what all kind of, yeah, what's almost the path back to composure um, out of that overextension? Mm. And I agree with you that kind of the... The understand, the understanding that comes with from that in communities and in workplaces is really rich um, and and even um one of the things I loved about the conversation you and I had last week around Lumina was around some of the um inherited beliefs and beliefs that we have about kind of what is what strengths are what what qualities are actual strengths and what are you know they just they just are but maybe like the way the relationship you have around with the word structure i think is interesting isn't it that there's a sense of shame around it as you say like is it really valuable is it boring um and there's something about kind of having those conversations as well that's useful to um because um because all of these qualities are really valuable in their own right um but we all have there's reasons whether it's kind of whether it's the people that we're around or whether it's kind of what we've um how we've been brought up you know in terms of where we what we think is valuable and what isn't um and to kind of celebrate some of those and to look at where uh but also to recognize that you're not just that as you say you're not you're more than one quality you're um which is why i think um why i like lumina because it doesn't it doesn't fix you it's like you can look at maybe what your five most most um claimed kind of traits are at the moment but you you're able to uh pull on the others as well and you're you're it's a diverse picture you're um and it's a colorful portrait it's not just you're not just one thing Hmm.
1: um well the, the most useful part i found so far is this difference between the underlying personality mm-hmm. and the thing you use every day and i found yeah. that a really interesting insight into current actions how i behave right at the moment um, yeah and i i that's why i was really keen to have this conversation because i think it's a it's a tool as i understand it there's an app uh and there's a kind yeah. of a light version that people can try yeah it's something I would love to get more of our community to do just to start Mm. creating this picture and, and, and making it a source of conversation and connection Yeah. and then, uh, you know, being able to do the, do it more deeply. And, and, and I think it becomes another way to understand even a very practical co founding way Mm. where, okay, not to say, okay, this is, we have to just use this tool to know whether we're a good fit, but, it's a great conversation or starter or like a common language to start talking yeah. about other aspects of what it means to be in business together, not just about the complementary skills, but the mm. traits, the needs, the goals, yeah. the dreams, the visions. Yeah. All of these softer things that are gonna make for a much harder foundation.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And even the, I've been thinking about how in since COVID and we're all in this obviously very stressful um environment that no one's chosen and with a lot of uncertainty and pre- and different pressures um and um i was i i think of it as well as where looking at the community uh where are there qualities that i kind of need you know where in terms of creating a team a supportive team or a supportive community around us and um there are people like patrick in the community who i've uh, you know found a great sense um, source of support in lockdown you know okay c- c- phone call regular phone calls um and it's because i know he brings uh he brings qualities that i don't have in abundance and it's just really refreshing i know i can uh if i get lost a little bit uh, it brings a um a different way of looking at something he brings a different lens so it's it helps us i think to to build that community does not it around us of what what we need as you say um for balance and for clarity um and yeah so in terms of the app people can um go into the app store and and look for luminous splash and it's free um and it, it takes i think it takes two minutes um but it's quite fun and you can ask those questions it's very quick it's like a speed read of your personality and then it'll give you a little splash and you can um and it gives you kind of a summary of the different uh it looks at the eight aspects yeah it gives you a nice little like a little mini portrait um and it's quite fun because you can then scan other people's um you know you could do it with lawrence and you can overlay the portraits and look for where the differences are um and it gives a little comparison of the two At
1: that level it's it's a uh, it's a conversation starter
0: yeah a great
1: way to just uh share some stories and, and some insights or some personal reflections into why that splash came about yeah. ultimately i think the goal is then how can you uh, open up a deeper conversation yeah creates either collaborations uh connections co-founding even for that another level of of understanding each other um, yeah and ultimately, the, the more that we can create this sense of understanding and, and, and do it from a place of compassion, the, mm. then we can achieve our mission of creating a peaceful, harmonious world.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's what
1: we want to do. We want
0: everyone <laughs> to get
1: on well and do the mm. things they need to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So it's not an artificial harmony, it's a, it's a courageous, you know, we are going to have kind of conflict, but it's a. It's- yeah and as you say there's a there's a kind of deeper harmony in terms of knowing that you're working towards the same end so yeah i agree completely
1: (laughs) thank you very much becky for the conversation um i'm hoping those who've listened to us are now uh, intrigued by the idea of the lumina (laughs) and can have a play with it Um, but ultimately it's hopefully given them an insight as to why some of these uh, questions that we ask ourselves, particularly you know, in our mission at the Happy Startup School, this kind of parallel journey of self knowledge and, and business knowledge, um, why those two can really complement. Um, yeah. And, and, yeah and, and, and make us more powerful and purposeful in the work we do.
0: Yeah, no, it's been lovely to talk about it with you, Carlos. Thank you for, um, for the chance to have this conversation. It's been, it's been illuminating.
1: Thank you for listening to the Happy Entrepreneur Podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Also, if you'd like to learn more about being a happy entrepreneur and want to connect with more people like you, then go to our website, thehappystartupschool.com, and subscribe to our newsletter. Amongst many other things about business and life, we'll help you answer the following questions. How can I serve others by being myself? And how can I discover who I really am by serving others?